employers may not even be aware of the growing and costly problem of employee caregivers. How big is the problem? What are the opportunities for advisors? And what solutions are there that help both the employee and the employer? We'll find out on this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change that you want to see. Here's your host and chief transformation strategist, David Saltzman. This episode of the Shift Shapers podcast is brought to you by Captivated Health a captive insurance arrangement that helps small and mid-market companies escape the fully insured marketplace and delivers stability, control, and savings without watering down employees' benefits or increasing their premium share. If you have clients in the educational institution or the engineering vertical, go to our website at CaptivatedHealth.com or click on the company logo on the Shift Shapers website. On this episode of Shift Shapers, we're speaking with Michael Walsh. Michael is founder and CEO at Caraloop, and he's been studying and working in a problem area that most of you probably don't even know is a problem, and worse, the employers you serve may not be aware of what this kind of problem is and what the scope of it is. And we're looking forward to getting into an interesting discussion with that. Welcome, Michael. Hey, David. Thanks for having me, man. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. So many employees are also caregivers. What's the scope of the problem and why should employers care about that? Yeah. First of all, thanks for having me. Really excited to, to chat about this with you. Believe it or not, out of the 125 million or so of us in the labor force, about 25 or 30 million of us are actively caring for a parent, a grandparent, a spouse, a sibling, a domestic partner, an adult child, an aunt and uncle, a cousin, someone that is in our life that we really care about. We're Spending a bunch of time during the day on our weekends trying to navigate the healthcare system, set up transportation, manage medications, fill out legal documents, manage EOBs, you know, you name it. It's becoming more and more common that this is actually starting to disrupt, you know, what we're trying to get done at the office as well. Because a lot of these activities you got to get done, you can't do them in the evenings. You've got to get them done during the day. So this is one of these problems that almost every single member of our team has been through. So uh, about three, four years ago, we set out to create a platform that could really you know, help employers and help employees manage this. And that's really how CareLoop got its start. So we've defined the problem in terms of how many employees are actually doing this, but what are the problems that it causes at work? Is it, is it just solely time diverted away from work projects? You know, that's one problem area. But, you know, the way we kind of categorize the, the set of issues here as far as the employer is concerned is, you know, you've seen this big boom in the last five, 10 years. I've listened to some of the episodes that you've done with some of your guests talking about this. You know, there's been this big health and wellness boom the last, you know, decade, really trying to help employers manage their, you know, the issues that employees are faced with as it relates to their physical wellness and well-being. But where they really have turned a little bit of a blind eye is around some of the, the issues that they're faced with at home that really affect their stress levels, their sleep levels, their emotional well-being. So when you're spending 20 to 25 hours a week taking care of a loved one, certainly, I mean, I don't know if you've been through this before, David, or not, but this is one of these things that it's one of the most stressful things you'll ever go through. And as you go down this path, the average caregiver now is doing this for a period of three to five years. 
it becomes a financial wellness discussion as well with about half of these caregivers dipping into their retirement savings, their 401ks to pay for a loved one's long-term care. So you combine these couple of things in addition to the productivity and presenteeism, absenteeism issues, it really adds a lot of the issues that you're seeing with physical wellness and well-being, it's adding to it. It's really just exacerbating the problem. Now, most people might think that this is mostly being driven by aging baby boomers with multiple chronic conditions and a stubborn desire to stay in their own home. But it's broader. You found that it's broader than that. Yeah, that's, that's actually when we went to market four years ago now, we were solely focused on guiding our members, you know, the employees down this path of elder care support. You know, when they had issues with parents or grandparents, when we launched CareLoop, that was what we were you know, really marketing ourselves as and selling to employers. That was our promise was anytime your employee has an issue with a parent or a grandparent, we're going to be here for them. But what we have found as we've rolled this platform out now to you know, larger and larger group sizes across the country is we're getting more and more phone calls from the employees, not asking us about mom and dad or grandma and grandpa, but husband or wife, aunt or uncle, cousin, adult child, things I mentioned before. So the way we look at the world, the reason we call it a caregiver support platform is exactly that, that, you know, it's all about what do we do when we're caring for someone in our life that we love? It's not just about elder care. I think that's where probably gets the most media attention. We're talking about the silver tsunami and, you know, the 10,000 baby boomers turning 65 every day. That's what gets the most press headlines. But what you don't realize is just how many people underneath the surface are doing all this other stuff as well. So if, if you're a benefit advisor and you're talking with a prospect or a client, how do you quantify this? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, back to some of the things I threw out, if just walk this through, if you've got, you know, 20, 25% of your workforce at any given point in time in this boat, and they're spending 20 to 25 hours of their week trying to manage this. And by manage, let's just define that. They're spending time at their desk, you know, Googling doctors or sitting on hold with the insurance companies, calling the pharmacies, whatever it is that like they have to do this stuff during the day. So if the average age of a caregiver nowadays is in, let's just say 47, which tends to be, these are your top performers at work. Most oftentimes, these are your top salespeople, your producers, you know, your VPs of ops, you know, whatever it is, you can kind of start to like back into, well, What's the value of that time? What are they what are they spending it on? What should they be spending it on? What happens if they or what's the risk if they go on FMLA or they go to PTO for you know weeks at a time? Or they what happens if they turn over? How much is it going to cost me to replace this person? So it starts to unravel pretty quickly. You can tell the story in a multitude of ways, just depending on what perspective you want to take. But yeah, when you when you look at it from that point of view, again, 20, 25% of your people going down this road. It's, it's actually pretty easy to put a number in front of employers as far as what they're spending. And some of the studies that have come out recently, I mean, AARP and the NEBGH just did a report, I think this past summer, talking about, you know, I think it was $38 billion they estimated annually that employers are losing due to this. So this is really where we're trying to take some aim and provide some relief. Yeah, one would think that telemedicine, which we're hearing more and more about, and the Internet of Things, which we're hearing more and more about, would be enough to take care of this problem. Is it or are there other things that this community needs? Yeah, I don't believe it is. I think telemedicine is a fantastic way to address, again, those physical wellness issues that that employee is faced with. But when it comes time to care for another person in their life, you know, albeit, again, a parent, grandparent, spouse, whoever it is, that's kind of where telemedicine has its limits. And 
it expands even beyond telemedicine. You can look at patient advocacy services, another option as well, like a, a pinnacle or an accolade or a compass. And they certainly have some coverage here, but not the depths that really that employee is going to need to go on this journey for three, four, five years at a time. So that's, again, really where the, the genesis for CareLoop was created to provide that dedicated support and to make sure that these employees are really going to be equipped to go on the journey for the long haul. Is, is there also a need in this group to provide community to have some kind of mutual support? When you say mutual support from the employer, from family members? No, but members supporting members. Yeah, we've looked at that. You know, the problem with this as well, and I, this is something that you read a lot about as it relates to the psychology of caregiving, is, is that we as caregivers don't want to identify ourselves as caregivers out loud. <laughs> so it's almost like, you know, by creating a forum where people can come together and, and talk about these things, you have to get them to first admit that they're actually in this boat which can be challenging. People don't think of themselves this way. They don't place that label on themselves. It tends to be one of these private family types of things that they just choose to bear the cross on their own and they kind of stay behind the scenes. And so what we've had to do is really get smart about our education and engagement strategies to be able to sift out who in the group is really going through this right now, who is bearing this burden behind the scenes so that we can wrap our support platform around them and really help them along the way. It's, it's, it's a challenge. This is something that, again, people just don't normally want to talk about. Once you get them talking about it, though, you know, they can't get enough of the support. Like Once you finally get them to say, I need help, they're amazed at the experience. And now, a word from our sponsor. Captivated Health is a single-source solution for your clients and prospects in the education and engineering verticals. The founders of Captivated Health have 35 years' experience working with healthcare and benefit clients. And over that time, they've developed a keen understanding of the unique problems mid-market clients experience. Frustrated by a lack of control, the unpredictability of ever-increasing healthcare costs, and the pressures and regulations of the Affordable Care Act, these groups have been adrift in the fully insured commercial marketplace. Until now. Captivated Health has built a program that solves those problems and does so with virtually no disruption to employees while saving clients millions of dollars. We wanted you to be among the first to know that Captivated Health is building a national distribution partner network so you can bring this cutting-edge solution to your education and engineering clients that you advise. To learn more about Captivated Health solution, go to our website at www.captivatedhealth.com or click on our logo on the Shift Shapers website. Do you think over time, as this becomes a more pervasive part of benefit advisors and employers' conversation, it becomes more of a, of a common offering from employers, do you think that that stigma may go away? I guess I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know. <laughs> but all I can say to that, David, is, is that this problem is getting larger by the day. You know, today, again, I mentioned 30 million caregivers in the workforce. That number expected to grow to somewhere around 50 million over the next you know, 20, 30 years. So I don't see that stigma reducing. I see this becoming more and more commonplace as more and more of us end up in this boat of having to take care of somebody. I think where the conversation will hopefully turn is, is that as we continue to gather data on how providing caregiver support tools to employees to guide them through this can really help relieve some of their financial and emotional stress, you know, which is, again, what a difference it can make in the overall health and wellness of your, your employees and their families.
So what is it that, that this community needs? Do they need just a portal with tools and advice or, or do they need more support beyond that? I think it goes beyond that. And while that may be the way that companies like Careloop have initially approached it, just because, again, we're taking our, our inspiration from programs like telemedicine or patient advocacy, I think it goes beyond that. I think, you know, all of us, when we're going down this caregiving journey, we've got all these different tools that we need to be using and all these resources that are being thrown at us. Having one place to really manage all of those things would be fantastic. Like think of like Mint and what Mint has done for personal finance. Instead of having eight or 10 different bank accounts, investment accounts that I've got to log into, just having one place to go to manage all of it. I think that's what more and more caregivers are going to be looking for is give me one place to access everything I need to really monitor what's going on, to be able to communicate updates to everybody, to be able to really push action items and make decisions quickly. That's, I think, what our members are going to be looking more and more from us to, to be able to do. You guys have been at this for, for two, three years now. Are you starting to get feedback and are, any stories that you might be able to share with us to illustrate some of the points? Yeah, it's incredible. We actually, we had our company holiday party last night. We were actually sharing some of the most interesting stories that we encountered from our members over the last year. And we even were talking about it in terms of just what it meant to the employer. But, you know, one such story that came up was really one that I think we have a testimonial from this person on our website as well. But this was a story where this gentleman was taking care of his grandmother and his father had passed away. And, you know, he had now he's now he's taking care of grandma and he's trying to manage kind of everything that she's got going on. She's living in a memory care community. She's 92 years old. And he starts going through her, her financials and realizes that she's only got a couple of months of cash left. So he comes to us, you know, panicked. You know, what am I going to do? I've got young kids. I've got this busy job. How am I supposed to manage this? And, you know, over the course of really about a week, we were able to study grandma's finances, look at her social security income, her pension income. And she had a long-term care insurance policy that wasn't being used, actually. And the, you know, the gentleman here, he had no idea how to use it. So just what we were able to do is... You know, take all these things into account, do some research, some secret shopping for this, this this employee, and present him with some options as far as providers and some next steps as far as applying for Medicaid, and really just walked him soup to nuts through all of this. And instead of him having to take you know weeks off or again go to FMLA or something like that, he was able to to keep working, and we were able to hold his hand through this whole process. And so a couple of weeks later, we got Grandma moved into a new facility and everybody's doing great. Like just disaster averted. He's not having to now bring grandma home to live with him and his kids. She's doing very well. And, you know, life moves forward. You know, it'd be interesting to, to look at if, if Caroloop was not involved or a company like Caroloop was not involved, what he would have had to have dealt with the last, you know, three, six months and what would it look like now moving forward? So, I mean, we see stories like this, David, I mean, every day, this is, this is the world for us. So just really powerful stuff. When you think about what we're able to do, it's, it's really cool. So part of what's being offered here is kind of, for lack of a better word, a concierge type service? Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Again, I, I like to put things into perspective of what we're, we're used to talking about employee benefits. And again, telemedicine or patient advocacy are common. But I, I, I do think it goes a little bit beyond that. It's a little bit more than just here's a list of resources or here's the cheapest place to go. When you're caring for someone, we often joke that caregiving is like whack-a-mole. It's you know, you smack one problem down and another one immediately pops right back up. So it does require a little bit 
higher touch from, from our side to be able to really help the member navigate all those things, especially with the velocity that they come at you. So it certainly feels concierge quality. It's one of these, again, one of these experiences, just if you haven't ever been through it, it's tough to explain. But if you have, what an amazing thing it would be if you had it. So we've got a couple of minutes left, and, and sometimes we like to ask our, our guests what they see as the future. Now, obviously, with all the boomers aging out and diseases that are now being managed rather than killing us, which is a good thing in some sense, it also means that there are going to be more people around who will require this kind of community of care than there might have been 20 years ago. What do you see the future looking like? You know, what we're really excited about is, is that you're seeing employers and we're hearing it from the brokers and consultants as well, finally start to have the conversation around a more integrated approach and strategy to their benefits and not just having, you know, shelves and shelves full of vendor products and no real coherent way to deliver and engage the group around each of them. So, you know, we've been having more and more conversations with our existing customers, prospects, and even some partners around, you know, how do we deliver a a more coherent, you know, message around making sure that all these programs that are available are being utilized and that they're providing the value that we need them to provide. So in Caraloop's sense, just integrating this message of, you know, emotional support and well-being for employees around caregiving and integrating that into the strategy around, let's say, family leave or telemedicine or patient advocacy or your health and wellness, you know, screenings, just how does this all fit together? How does it work? And how do we make it really easy for everybody to access so that, you know, they get the help they need when they need it? That's one of the most exciting things that, that we're really seeing happen finally. I mean, the last couple of years, I think there's been some good progress made, but with some of the things that you're seeing in the, the world of technology and to be able to take APIs and plug different programs and platforms together so that there's more of a streamlined experience for the employee. I think that's going to make a world of difference. Well, and at the end of the day, just as any other service, the, the real success is all about user experience, right? I believe so. Uh, I believe so. It's if, if we had my chief empathy officer on, he would say it always starts with a good experience. It's always about a good experience. And if you can't produce that, people aren't going to use it. They're not going to come back. So if we can make that experience just a little bit better of taking care of somebody, then we're doing, we're doing the right things. Well, chatting with you has been a good experience. Michael Walsh, founder and CEO of Carol Loop. Michael, thanks for sharing your expertise. We hope you'll come back as the field evolves. Thanks, David. Really appreciate you having me. The Shift Shapers podcast is a production of the Saltzman Group. We work with entrepreneurs, executives, and companies just like you to help shape the shifts in your business. To schedule a 20-minute call to learn more, visit our website at thesaltsmangroup.com or call me directly at 803-386-8005. I'd love to hear from you. And while you're on our site, you can also click the podcast tab for the entire catalog of Shift Shapers episodes and to access some really great special offers. Give me a call at 803-386-8005 and learn how to put the secrets of the Ship Shapers to work in your business. Oh, 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 o